I'd really like to try and get in better shape. My wife suggests I do some lunges. That would be a big step forward. Hi there, my name is James, and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters, helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. This podcast is part of an A to Z parenting help series, and we're on the letter M. Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. I started this podcast because I generally want to create a community that supports parents, specifically dads, and specifically dads like myself who sometimes struggle with their mental health. If that sounds like something you'd like to support, please follow my podcast, or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. If you're thinking, wow, he looks pretty tired, I am. It's about six o'clock in the morning and I thought I'd do some filming before the kids get up. I'm a happily married father of three and we live on the south coast of the UK near Brighton. So the first M of successful parenting is mother. And when I say mother, I mean that now these days it's not unheard of for the father or the man to be more of a mother figure or an equal mother figure in the family. In our situation, both my wife and I, because of our working situation, end up doing probably a pretty equal share of the parenting and the working. And I think that's how it has to be these days. I think male and female gender roles are naturally becoming a lot more blurred, but I don't think that's a bad thing. If you as the man find that you end up having to develop or enhance or learn the skill sets that a mother might have, that's a really good thing. Anything you can do to share the load, the workload of being a parent, is a positive thing for your relationship and your family. For example, when your baby's brand new, and it's breastfeeding, but then also can go on the bottle, that really helps the mum get some sleep. It also helps you to bond with your child. And I found that by doing the school runs and the pickups and lots of night feeds, lots of school trips, that I've had a chance to develop my nurturing skills that I imagine would be more associated with the role of a mother. It also means that I've got a fantastic relationship with my kids. I really know my children. I've seen them at the good times and the bad times. And it's really helpful that if they burst into tears in the middle because like, they've had a nasty dream or because they're scared and not feeling well, they often call out for me as much as they call out for their mum. It's a generational thing. My dad used to joke that he only ever changed one of each of the three of his kids' nappies. These days, that's really not the case. These days, largely, I imagine, because of the economic climate and the cost of living, mums and dads are called on to both work and to manage a home. Instead of overthinking or worrying about whether or not this should be your role as a man, just embrace it and enjoy it. Because there will be a time when they're young adults and then adults that you'll probably miss these times. And like any relationship, if you work really hard to develop a good relationship with your children when they're children, then there's a strong chance that you're going to be friends and have a close, loving relationship when they're adults. I've also found that the times I haven't been working and therefore I've had to do the majority of the homekeeping and the childcare, it's really helped to give me an idea of the struggles and the stresses that women go through and my wife has gone through as a mother. And that understanding and that compassion is only going to strengthen your relationship. The second M of successful parenting is mental health. As someone who has struggled with mental health on and off since his teens, can't stress enough the importance of good mental health. I've accepted the way my mind does or doesn't work, the complexities of it, and I also know the lifestyle choices I can choose that either make it better or worse. For example, my mental health is always worse if I'm tired or hungover, or I'm not eating properly, or I'm not taking any exercise, or I'm working too hard, or I'm not meditating, or I'm not having a cold shower every morning, or I'm not going to jiu-jitsu. 
If you can work out all the things that make you feel calm, happy, content, and make sure those are your musts of the day, of the week, of the month, then that's a good start. Your brain is the general and the body of the troops. If the general doesn't know what he's doing, then the troops are going to struggle. One of the main reasons I started this podcast is I want to raise the conversation around mental health and specifically mental health for men and dads. I also think it's really important to be honest about how you're doing. I think there's a real danger as a man traditionally that we have to keep quiet, that we're not allowed to show our feelings, that we have to bottle it up and just get on with it. I think that's really dangerous. And I think sometimes you've got to choose your moments. And I think sometimes you've got to choose your audience. I'm sure a lot of people feel like I don't really want to share my mental health worries with my wife because that might be seen as a weakness. I'm the same. And if that's the case, share it with someone else. Trust it with someone that may not judge you, even if they don't mean to judge you. I'm lucky enough to have a couple of really good friends who know me well enough and are happy to listen. And this brings me on to the third M of successful parenting, money. Money is a fluid thing. It comes in and goes out of your account. Sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't. I think it's dangerous if you make it the most important thing in your life because then you come its master. And there's always going to be a nicer car or a nicer house or a nicer suit. If you can do whatever you can to not make money the focus, that will help. Certainly in the moment, that's not an easy thing to do. Money is stressful because you have to have a certain amount of it in order to support a family. Even with the best will of the world of doing all the budgeting, of shopping around for groceries and energy to make sure you're getting the best and you're not paying any more than you need to, things are still going to happen. Boilers are still going to break. Cars are going to need servicing. Kids are going to need new shoes. Money will always be a problem. The thing I found is that actually we do have enough money. I found that sometimes the problem isn't not having enough money, it's living within our means. So at the moment, when money is particularly tight because of energy costs and rising living costs, I've gone through every single one of our outgoings and I've looked to see if there are any I can save. And actually, there were quite a few things that I wasn't using or memberships I didn't need that actually probably saved me a few hundred quid every year. And then I went through to check that I basically was getting the best prices on my energy. And then also things like instead of having a £30 takeaway every week, we have one every other week. And the weeks we don't have it, I buy one of those takeaway kits from the supermarket. And that instantly saves us about 60 quid a month. Money is important because it pays the bills. And if you have a family, you need to have a certain amount of it in order to do that. But you can't take it with you. And I'm pretty sure that when I look back on my life and I'm on my deathbed, I won't look back and think, mm, I wish I had an extra 5k in the bank. Whereas I might think, I wish I made a bit more of an effort with my kids when I could have done. When it came to money, the one thing that I found really helped me to stop any sort of stress or worry about it was be in charge of it. Buy yourself a diary or something that can work out as a banking book. Go through all of your monthly accounts, write down every outgoing and every incoming and do your best to live within your means. And the fourth M of successful parenting is motivated. It can sometimes be very difficult to be motivated, to be a great parent, to, to go to the park, to read the story, to do the things you may have said you do. Because parenting can be really tiring and you have to be in a certain mindset to be motivated. Alternatively, I think what's much more useful is discipline. If you can be disciplined to create certain things that you do all the time, that actually after a while they become natural, then I think that's more useful than trying to cultivate a feeling of motivation in order to do it. So for example, I never feel like having a cold shower in the morning, but I have a cold shower. Quite often at the end of the day, when it's time to put the kids to bed and kiss them goodnight, I'm in the middle of something that I'd rather keep doing. But it's a daily must. I give my kids a cuddle and I kiss them goodnight. And every single time I do, I'm glad I did. 
I make sure we don't have devices when we're having a meal. I make sure we try and sit down as a family and have a meal at least every day. Anyone with children who are old enough to hold a mobile phone or an iPad will know this is not easy. Because like you, they're interested in things that are on iPads and phones. And I guarantee you when it comes to sit down for a meal, they're right in the middle of something that's really important. Lead by example, put your phone down, show them you're putting your phone down, get them to pause their game and make sure the iPads and phones are out of sight. They won't be motivated to do this, but if you have the discipline that this is just a rule, this is just something that happens that we all respect, then after a while it'll just become the norm. It'll just be what happens. I'm pretty sure if you look at successful people, they're successful because they've got discipline. If you only trained when you felt motivated, I don't think that would work. Quite often the idea of going for a run or going to jiu-jitsu is the last thing I want to do. Just do it. Get dressed, get out the door and do it. And be prepared that the first 10, 15 minutes of whatever it is you're doing that you don't want to do, you're, your brain's going to be going, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. If you're aware of it and ready for it, it's not quite such a shock when it arrives. And if you can familiarize yourself with these feelings, you can learn to manage them. Success in any element of life is turning up consistently. And the final M of successful parenting is matter. And by this, I mean, it does all matter. If you've never seen the Al Pacino speech in the film, Any Given Sunday, go and watch it. Because I've never seen or heard a better description of how and why it does all matter than this speech. Life is a game of inches. The success is found in doing all of those little things. And it is the little things. And when you add up all of those inches, that is the difference of living a successful life that you want to live in and feel control of or not. So before you say, oh, it doesn't matter, just think, does it matter? When you think, oh, I normally do bodyweight squats while the kettle's boiling. Oh, it doesn't matter. It does matter. You could argue doing 20 less bodyweight squats than you had the day before might not matter. But you not having the discipline to stick to one of your daily habits might be sending a damaging message to your subconscious that it's okay to lower your standards. Something as ridiculous as not replying to a text from your wife or not putting a couple of kisses at the end of it. This may sound like I'm focusing much too on the minutia of life, but it's these little details that over time make a big difference. If you stop making your wife cups of tea in the morning, it does all matter. It does all add up. That's not to say that I think you should beat yourself up if you forget to do something. But when you're in that moment of thinking, oh, I can't be bothered to do that. I normally do that, but I don't want to do that today. I just don't feel, I don't feel like I want to do it. It does matter. It will matter. And more so because I don't think you want to have any regrets. You don't want to look back and think, oh, if I just stuck to it, it wasn't a difficult thing to do. I just had to talk myself into doing it sometimes. When you get home and your wife goes, did you get my text about milk? And you did see it and you just thought, I can't go out. Go out and get the milk. The walk will do you good. Five or ten minutes in your own mind will do you good. And you're underlying again to your wife that you're someone that she can rely on. So just to clarify the five M's of successful parenting. M number one, mother. If as the father, because of your working situation, you end up having to do more motherly things, that's okay. It's actually really good because it's really going to strengthen your relationship with your children and mean that when they're adults, you've probably got a lot more in common with them and you know them better, and they know you better. It's all good. M number two, mental health. It's really important to learn about your mental health. Learn what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And whatever works for you, do more of it. And the third M of successful parenting is money. Go through all your incomings with a fine-tooth comb, and if and where you can make some savings, make some savings. And the fourth M of successful parenting, motivated. 
I think motivation is actually a pretty flaky emotion. I think you're much better trying to develop discipline. I'm pretty sure that if you look at all the people who ever become successful, they've had done because they had discipline. They train themselves to do the things they didn't want to do over and over and over again to the point where it just became normal and actually felt a bit odd if they didn't do it. And the final M of successful parenting, matter. It does all matter. If you've never watched the Al Pacino speech in any given Sunday, watch it. It's brilliant. And it really explains what I mean by it all matters. Life is a game of inches, and when you add them all up, that's the difference between winning and losing. Putting kisses at the end of a text message to your wife. Always remembering to kiss your kids goodnight. Always making sure to buy your round. Doing your best to be the best version of yourself. Making the effort to do all the unglamorous, unfun stuff. Just get it done. I really hope you got some of this podcast. And as I said, I'm trying to build a community to support parents, specifically dads, and specifically dads like myself who sometimes struggle with their mental health. If you like what I'm trying to do, please follow my podcast. If you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. I'd also really like to get to know the people that listen and watch my podcasts. With that in mind, if you feel inspired to do so, please let me know who you are and where you're watching this or listening to it in the world. I hope wherever you are, you're okay. Take care. That Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. My book, First Time Dad, A 42-Week Guide to Pregnancy, is available in Kindle and paperback form on Amazon and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website, www.dadmindmatters.com.